0: Global Business News, 24 hours a day at
1: Bloomberg.com,
0: the Radio Plus mobile
1: app, and on your radio,
0: this is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Microsoft reports after the closing bell. Mixed picture for stocks right now. Right now, we have got the Dow Jones Industrial Average higher by eight points, up less than 0.1% to 18,541, S&P 500 Index down five to 2161, a drop there of 0.2%, and NASDAQ down twenty one points, a drop of four tenths of one percent. The ten year up eight thirty seconds. The yield one point five five percent. Gold up three twenty the ounce, thirteen thirty two fifty on gold, a gain there of two tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate crude down five tenths, a uh, down to fifty five cents. It is down one point two percent. WTI now forty four sixty nine a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: Thank you, Charlie Pellet. The online travel business, it generates more than $500 billion a year. And one of the largest of the online operators is Kayak. Earlier today, I got a chance to sit down with Steve Hafner. He's the chief executive and co-founder of Kayak. We spoke about new technology innovations, terrorism, the Zika virus, how they affect travel, and also why they chose the name Kayak when they began the company.
2: Well, we were building a very different company when we started in 2004, so we wanted a very different name. So we we had a bunch of venture capitalists who were suggesting we should go buy a name like Cheaper Travel or Cheaper Flights or Travel.com. And my co-founder, Paul English, and I decided we wanted something different. So if you think about the research out on the web, there's a lot of um, studies that say that if you have six letters or fewer, you get more direct NAV. So people will type your name in direct so, navigation. Yeah, so think Google, think Yahoo, think Amazon. So we wanted six letters or fewer. Uh, we liked kayak because it's a palindrome; you can spell it backwards and forwards. It connotes being self-powered and independent, and it, it just made us smile. All right, it made you smile. I guess another thing that made you smile fast forward
1: is the one point eight billion dollar acquisition in two thousand thirteen by the Priceline Group. So right, so tell us about that.
2: Yeah, it was interesting. We we had spent a number of years building the company and we finally had survived the Facebook IPO winter and, and taken kayak public itself. And uh had been public for about three months when Jeff Boyd, who was the CEO of Priceline at that time, approached us over a Labor Day weekend and said, Hey, you know, we should we should put these two companies together. And that commenced a series of talks without investment bankers and we wrapped up a deal a couple of days later um for the the list price is 1.8 billion but actually when the smoke all cleared it's more like three and a half three and a half billion because they they assumed a lot of uh uh, debt as well i believe um no we were i mean they issued a lot of
1: shares in order to yeah we were
2: fortunate that between the time we announced the deal and we actually closed it uh priceline stock doubled in value and we had taken uh two-thirds of the consideration in stock meta
1: search whenever i look up Kayak and want to learn more about what the company does from a technical perspective, I keep hearing this term meta-search. What does
2: that mean? Sure. So Kayak is different than every other travel site or app out there in that we're not actually a store. We're not selling you anything. What we do is we search everyone who does sell something. So we search all the airline sites, all the hotel sites, uh, all the online travel agency sites, because what we're trying to do is for a consumer is give you a complete picture of what's available out there. And once you find the trip that you want, we give you choice on where to buy it. If you want to buy it from American Airlines, we'll help you there. If you want to buy it from Expedia or Priceline, we'll help you get there too you're engaging with a voice activated interface
1: uh, with Amazon's Alexa as well as the uh, Facebook Messenger app that uh, that you're interfacing with
2: sure Pim, you know looking at you you're about the same demographic i am which is you know when we were coming up through the ranks we would talk to an offline travel agent you know you you meet with someone to plan your trip to go somewhere and in our generation, we saw all of that go online. So we got used to using browsers and going to websites and filling out forms and getting our own requests. Well, increasingly, you have this new generation of people, and I, I see it in my teenage girls, who don't like going online at all. You know, they they don't like voice, actually. They they like to talk to machines, not to other people. They like to text uh, with folks. And what we're trying to do at Kayak is have an interface that speaks to, to that whole generation, so that if they're more comfortable asking Siri for a flight quote from L.A. to New York, that Kayak can provide that answer. If they're more comfortable during, during their uh, Facebook Messenger or um, Slack, if they're in a business environment. Slack is that online chat app for businesses. Exactly, exactly. That they can say, hey, um, can you get me a room tonight at the Ritz-Carlton here in New York? And we can f- fulfill that request in a very frictionless way.
1: But what about the technology behind that? I mean, this is not foolproof.
2: I mean, voice activated commands are relatively new for consumers. There's a reason it hasn't been done until now, right? Because the technology wasn't there. And also you have to have tremendous scale in terms of consumer requests for information so that you can start building a a machine learning platform that gives you accurate answers. So a kayak, for example, will do over a billion requests for consumer travel information this year. And in that billion request, we can start to discern patterns, right? So if, if someone says, I'd like a hotel in New York tonight, we know that's New York City, not upstate New York. If they say Paris, we can look at their location and say, are they meaning Paris, France, or Paris, Texas? What
1: would uh, Kayak say if a user spoke to Amazon Alexa and uh, maybe even went online and said, I want a travel
2: vacation but I'm afraid of terrorism, what would it come back and say? it would be interesting. After this interview, I'm, I'm going to go ask and see what response we have back. But, you know, in, in general, no one in the travel business likes terrorism because it does two things. Uh, the first thing it does is it suppresses consumer demand because you're scared to go somewhere. Have you seen that in any of we, the We things? have seen that. We have seen that, um, particularly after the Paris attacks. The second thing it does is it introduces more friction, more hassle into the actual travel experience, longer security lines, you know, longer um, checks, etc. So it's not something that that we like to see. Um, you know I, I suspect and I would hope that if you ask that question into in kayak via Alexa, that we suggest some spots that are tariff-free.
1: Alternative accommodations. I'm thinking here of Airbnb. On uh, one of the Priceline Group conference calls, Chief Executive talked about 400,000 alternative accommodations that were available. Uh, do you see Kayak participating
2: in this alternative accommodation world? Absolutely. You know, our mission is to show consumers a complete picture of everything that's available. Whether that's flights, hotels, non-traditional accommodations, or, or rental cars, and we've got that content on Kayak, so we've got over a million options for places to stay, including people's apartments and trailer homes and all that kind of stuff.
1: What about the restaurant tour and activities comparison that has been
2: introduced as a new feature for Kayak? It's it's funny. Uh, every three years or so, we look at expanding the scope of our activities to other verticals that are ripe for what you know we talked about earlier being meta search. Uh, activities is, is something that I think is, is ready. So we've, we've launched that. Restaurants, we have a sister brand in the Priceline group called Open Table, which is very popular. And they've been kind enough to, to lend us some of their data. And we're de- de- developing an interface on top of that, which should debut shortly. So, you know, in general, we'd, we'd love to have users have kayak on their phones and have that kayak app help them book plane tickets and hotel rooms, give them things to do, suggestions on restaurants, et cetera. And also the comparison shop. Of course, that's where it all starts. You started a test, uh,
1: maybe you can give us an update, with something called bluekayak, uh, com, and that was available to Safari users, and I'm wondering what that was all about and what you
2: learned from it. That's interesting that you stumbled across that, man. Good, good research. So look, at Kayak, we are... Um, experimenting with all kinds of different look and feels uh, of the website and features. And Blue Kayak was one of our tests. You know, what we did is we looked at a company called Booking.com, which is an online travel agency also owned by the Priceline Group. And we said if we made our website look exactly like theirs, um, what would the user engagement and, and interaction be? And what we found is that our version of Kayak is superior to their version of Kayak. And uh, when we retired that test. But, uh, you know, in general, anytime you go into kayak, there's going to be a couple hundred different permutations of kayak running. So what you see today might be very different from what you see tomorrow.
1: Let's go back to travel trends for just a moment because uh, the Olympics is scheduled for Brazil. What have you seen in terms of interest?
2: It, it's funny. The interest is definitely, definitely there to go to Brazil, but it's not – With the Zika at, virus. Yeah, but it's not the, at the similar levels that we've seen in the past. Um, you know, it – the search query volume to Rio, for example, is up significantly year over year, but it's not up to the same level that we saw with the World Cup, which was in the same location. So I don't know whether that's because of political turmoil there or if it's because of the Zika virus or because of concerns of infrastructure, but it's, it's definitely not where we'd like it to be. Steve Hafner is
1: the chief executive and the co-founder of Kayak, talking about trends in the travel industry. And worldwide online booking via these suppliers accounted for close to 60% of the total online bookings. And markets such as Asia Pacific, uh, Western Europe, and the United States, uh, they account for about 80% of the global online travel market. Uh, Priceline Group, the parent company of Kayak, the shares right now, they are higher by four and a quarter percent so far this year. Today they're down $9.84, trading at $1,331 a share. Coming up on taking stock, we're going to take stock of the Justice Department. It's close to challenging Anthem's proposed acquisition of Signacorp and Etna's planned combination with H- manner. The antitrust lawsuits uh, against the planned mergers would be the culmination of concerns that the Justice Department has about both deals that they set out from the onset. The year-long review of the mergers, well, the department's skepticism has yet to subside. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. Right now, S&P 500 down about a quarter of a percent, lower by four and a half points, trading at 2162. This is Bloomberg.